0: Flash in the Pan by Barbara Smith The expression flash in the pan does not originate with those panning for gold, though they used to express their disappointment when they thought they had found something precious only to discover it was nothing more than a rock. A cook whose bacon has caught on fire on a Saturday morning might also use this expression, but it has a literal meaning and origin. It dates to the 17th century when the weapon at the time was the flintlock musket which had a small pan for gunpowder on one side and then loaded with a round lead ball. If the gunpowder would flare up and ignite but the projectile did not expel, they would say it was a flash in the pan, aka a failure or a dud. The true meaning, therefore, of a flash in the pan is said to be something which disappoints by failing to deliver anything of value, despite a showy beginning. I have personally always used this expression mainly to denote something that may be here today and gone tomorrow, or something that happened so quickly you might have missed it if you were not paying attention. Our family lived in Indiana for over 19 years, pastoring a church, working and raising a family. We had four daughters and several animals over the years, including a cat that was brought home, snuck in by my husband in his jacket, zipped up nicely and tightly, and well hidden. He said that he had brought home a surprise. He had gotten a free kitten. However, long story short, that kitten was not free when we took it to the vet it had ear mites all kinds of goopers and gadgets you name it and it had to be declawed because of course we were going to be keeping it in the house with small children so it was not free and i am not an animal person but we had that cat whom we called magnum for a long time Lo and behold, if we did not have another cat crawl under the house and have kittens a few years later, goodness gracious, well, I am telling you all of this to say, I have since found out that I was allergic to that cat. I lived off Benadryl for many of those years because of this. At the time there was no non-drowsy medicines, therefore I lived in quite a stupor as any one who has ever taken Benadryl can attest to. Many of my memories from that time are very hazy and fuzzy. I acknowledge that I have a very bad memory which may or may not have been contributed to by this time in my life. There are many things that my husband and children can remember that I cannot. Maybe it is due to their exceptional memories. Some may say, don't worry, those 19 years were just a flash in the pan. Either way, life is very short, and we must endeavor to the best of our abilities to make the most of it. Cherish every stage of life with your children, your spouses, friends, and loved ones, because there will come a day when it comes to an end for each of us. In more recent years, we had my mother staying with us for a 7-year period until she passed away in 2021. She had macular degeneration and could not see well. As the years went on, she had some transient asthmatic attacks, TIAs, which are like mini-strokes, and then a couple of more severe strokes in her last few years. Her health began to decline and go downhill steadily thereafter, and she was not able to do much. Not only could she not see, she had lost confidence to try anything. She was nervous about messing things up, like crocheting, for instance though in her lifetime she was a master at it though we encouraged her and tried to keep her engaged in activities she would become depressed and quiet as happens to many elderly people however during the first few years with us what she really thrived on were her memories she would sit on the front porch and talk about things that had happened in her life a favorite subject of course was my dad who had passed away in twenty thirteen and she enjoyed reminiscing about him but the sad thing to me was as time went by the onset of dementia that she had had when she moved in began to worsen some of those memories disappeared completely or they began to be jumbled up in her mind for example she began to say that she had had five husbands Getting the story in the Bible of the woman at the well mixed up with her own life, items that she would pass by day after day, including her toothbrush and washcloth, became unrecognizable to her and of no significance as Alzheimer's began to take over. There were a lot of funny moments, but mostly it was just sad to see how the human condition is so fragile. Memories are a flash in the pan, as we would say. Fleeting, however, they are not a failure, but very significant. We should not take our lives or our memories lightly or for granted. We must hold them dear. I hope and trust God will grant me soundness of mind until I pass away, as we all do. We do not have that guarantee, nor are we promised that we will have tomorrow, much less with health of body or of mind. We are only promised today and the here and now. James 4.13-15 through 15 asks us in contemplation, Go to now, ye that say, Today or tomorrow we will go into such a city, and continue there a year, and buy and sell, and get gain. Whereas ye know not what shall be on the morrow, for what is your life? It is even a vapor that appears for a little time, then vanishes away. For that ye ought to say, If the Lord will, we shall live and do this or that. All our planning will assist us during the time we have left on earth, but it will not buy us more time. Psalm 90 verse 10 states, The days of our years are threescore years and ten. And if by reason of strength they be fourscore years yet is their strength labour and sorrow for it is soon cut off and we fly away. Jesus tells us what we should do in Matthew 6:33 through 34 But seek ye first the kingdom of God, and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Take therefore no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought of the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. Every day beyond today, and every year beyond seventy years, is a gift, not a guarantee. I am a very fond proponent of the four seasons. I think variety is the spice of life, and I always enjoyed living in Indiana because they had definitive winter, spring, summer, and fall seasons. With each season, you can see new things around you, for instance, the changing of the tree leaves or the snowy frozen tundra, although each season comes with its pros and cons. The leaves come with raking, and the snow comes with much shoveling now that we have moved to the south though warmer in general in the fall there are just as many leaves to rake but hardly any snow in tennessee the changing of the leaves depending on the weather that year are not quite as bright and vibrant and colorful as in the north but i still enjoy the seasons one of my favorite things about the summer is the fireflies i have always been very fascinated with them I remember, here comes one of those memories, that I still hold on to, believe it or not. I was about six years old at the time, living in Durban, South Africa. We lived in a beautiful old house that I loved dearly. We lived there for about four or five years. That house had a wonderful huge front and backyard. The backyard was filled with fruit trees of all sorts. There were monkeys that would hang out there as well, literally, lol. In the front yard were these massive shade trees filled with the most beautiful orange blossoms most of the year and best of all there were scads and scads of fireflies. Many people call them lightning bugs. We would go down one side and up the other of the front sloped yard with our jars catching the lightning bugs, of course until they had no more oxygen and they died depending on the species fireflies live anywhere from two weeks to two months however at that moment their life was fleeting and would only last by the air they were allotted in the jar of the pigtailed little girl their hours and days were numbered but what a blast we had not only are the fireflies life short individually but their season of shining is even shorter most of their lives are spent in the larva stage in preparation for the big reveal then they live only long enough to mate and flicker around a little However, this is what makes them so special and something to look forward to every year just like the flowers in spring shoot up out of what looks to be barren and abandoned soil. Though the fireflies lights and lives are considered only a flash in the pan, they are here today and gone tomorrow. They bring great joy to many while they shine. We must live our lives deliberately and with purpose while it is our time to shine. We must make every day count. The Bible says that life is but a vapor as we read in James chapter 4. To give an example, vapor is like fog. It is with us only for a short time and only in certain conditions and then it is gone. We may see fog in the mornings on the roadways that were hot then rained on or over ponds, or in mountainous areas such as the Smokies, thus the name. However, when the sun goes out and conditions change, the fog dissipates. Sure, school may be delayed for a few hours because the bus drivers will not be able to see clearly, but even before the appointed bus arrival time, the fog is gone. This is done for the safety of the children, even though they know the fog will not linger. Life itself and everything in it is this way, it comes and then passes, however, the great thing about this is that our trials do not linger either. 2 Corinthians 4.17 says, For our light afflictions, which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. Savor the good and do not become defeated or feel that you are doomed for life or a failure and a dud in the bad times, because they will also fade away. Though taking care of my mother did last for years, this too has passed, and with it the good times and the bad. Ecclesiastes 1, 1 1-4 tells us, The words of the preacher, the son of David, king in Jerusalem, Vanity of vanities, saith the preacher, vanity of vanities, all is vanity. What profit hath a man of all his labor, which he taketh under the sun? Our generation passes away, and another generation cometh, but the earth abides forever. We have jobs, but do we take the time to enjoy the fruit of our labor? We have children, they are cuddly babies for a short time then they are crawling walking talking sassy and out the door but do we take time to enjoy them and build a bond with them or will this be considered a true flash in the pan Take the time to cultivate a relationship with them because you will become less significant as the days go by. They become inquisitive about the world and they want to go and explore it. This is normal. They will one day not even want to hug you or kiss you goodbye at school or even be seen with you. Separation begins at birth but this is also normal. Because life is so fleeting, we should not put a burden or stress upon our children or others to be what we want them to be. They should be allowed to express themselves in their likes and dislikes. For example, just because you were a football player or wanted to be and couldn't be, does not mean your son should be. He may or may not want to be. He may have the aptitude or he may not have the aptitude. We must learn to let go of the things we cannot control. Give them to the Lord and let them live their lives. We do not have a second chance and cannot live vicariously through others. Our children are not selfish, they are just of a different time and generation. We have one chance at this flash in the pan life, so we must do it the best we know how. They will soon be the ones taking care of us. We will be sitting in our chairs with our small smattering of memories to keep us company. We must make sure the things we do in life are worth remembering. Generations come and go, but the earth abides forever. Life is here today and gone tomorrow. God has a way of allowing us to let go of the bad if we would allow him to. For instance, when we as mothers give birth to a baby, why do we have more than one child and put ourselves through that pain and anguish again? The pain is replaced with joy. The anxiety of the birthing experience has been traded for excitement and the thrill of having that bundle of joy in our arms. The pain is very quickly forgotten and this is how it's meant to be mercy allows us to move forward if we will isaiah 61one through 3 prophesies of jesus coming into our world and the purpose of him coming the spirit of the lord is upon me because the lord hath anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek he hath sent me to bind up the brokenhearted to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to them that are bound to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord, and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all that mourn, to appoint them that mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. All of creation has been formed with cycles, the water cycle for instance goes a little like this, the rain falls as precipitation, some absorbs into the earth, some into lakes and oceans, then it evaporates in the atmosphere again forming clouds, and then the rain falls again flowers grow for a season they are pruned down they lay dormant in the winter and everything is seemingly naked brown barren and dead only to pop up again in the spring bringing a fresh new life and a green world Ecclesiastes 3.1 says to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. Daffodils, tulips, and roses appearing from year to year bring us hope and show us the faithfulness of God and His great blessings upon us. Lamentation 3.22-23 assures us it is of the lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not they are new every morning great is thy faithfulness one of the last memories with my mother was a bitter-sweet time when my brother had come to visit for the last time though mom had lost her memory she never lost her faith however though she had preached the gospel for over sixty years she had forgotten all she had known and was losing hope during the visit by some miraculous intervention of the Lord she had a very short fleeting moment of clarity she told my brother and I she did not want to die because she was unsure what was going to happen to her my brother prayed with her and told her Mom, this is what you have been working towards and waiting for all of your life. You are about to cross over the Jordan River and take the hand of Jesus who is waiting for you on the other side. There is nothing to be afraid of. Though she went back into her silly dementia and Alzheimer's self after that, everything was okay. She was at peace. God had given her assurance and she passed away a few days after that. That was a flash in the pan moment as her life of 83 years was, but not a failure, not a dud, just fleeting. Through all our ups and downs of life we have hope that our tomorrows will be better than our yesterdays. Paul tells us in 1 Corinthians fifteen nineteen, If in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are of all men most miserable we have the promise of everlasting life which by definition will never end if we set our affections on things above as colossians instructs first thessalonians four sixteen through eighteen says for the lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout with the voice of the archangel and with the trump of god and the dead in Christ shall rise first, then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds, to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord, wherefore comfort one another with these words. This life is a flash in the pan, fleeting if you will, but not a failure and not a dud. First Corinthians fifteen fifty two says, in a moment in the twinkling of an eye at the last trump for the trump shall sound and the dead shall be raised incorruptible and we shall be changed i am looking forward to that flesh-in-the-pan moment how about you